0: Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of Discussions with Dion. I am your host, Dion Freeman, and we're going to explore a little bit about uh, a lot of things. Uh, Simply a podcast about sports, Disney, movies, gaming, friends, stories, everything you can really imagine. Just simple discussions to talk about. So, for me, the first episode I'd like to discuss today is involving... One of my favorite athletes of all time. One of my favorite uh, heroes, role models, and quarterbacks, Cameron Jarrell Newton. A lot of you know him as Cam Newton. A lot of you know him as Ace Boogie or Super Cam, whichever, wherever. Um, I'm not sure where to begin with. I thought he did really well this season with the Patriots, uh, despite the fact um, you know, he had... Ten interceptions. Uh, He balled out in his last final game. Uh, His final game, he had four touchdowns, uh, 19-yard receiving touchdown, 242 yards. And he looked very, very well. He looked like he was having fun. He looked like he was enjoying himself nonetheless. Do I think he stays with the Patriots? That's up for debate. Um, I don't get why people are so hard to comprehend the fact that Bill Belichick and the Patriots really like Cam. They like his work ethic. They like the way he comes in. Four in the morning. He's the first one in, and he's the last one out. He's a leader. He's disciplined, and he wants to win. And I know Cam, a lot of people give him, you know, a bad rub. They tell him uh, his shoulder's done. He can't throw. You know, he's not the same man as he once was. That may be true and all, but to me, I believe Cam Newton has not reached his best. Can he be better? Absolutely. We all could. A lot of quarterbacks could. A lot of players in the NFL could. But for me... I take it personally. I just want to see him succeed, and I want to see him do good. And whether that's staying with the Patriots, or whether that's him leaving going off to a different team, I don't know. But let's dive into this discussion. So now, first off, it is not his fault, and I'm sorry, but I am so sick and tired of all these annulists stating that this is all on his fault, this is all on his shoulders. It's absolutely not. 110% is not. You bring in Cameron Jarrell-Newton, late into the season, not even late into the season, late into the beginning of the off-season, where there really wasn't an off-season due to COVID, does it give him time to develop the playbook? Does it give him time to uh, connect with the teammates and the coaching staff all the way up to the GM and the front office, etc.? But he do he did. He did grow a great connection. He grew a lot of connections with them, and he you know made a lot of friends on the way. Um, but he had no weapons. He had no weapons, and I am sorry, but... You put him with Indianapolis Colts. You put him with, I don't even know, really, uh, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers type of offense weapons. You put him with the Pittsburgh Steelers. You put him with the Seahawks. Give, that's my thing is give, give Cam DK Metcalf. Give Cam T.Y. Hilton. Give Cam DeAndre Hopkins. Give Cam any, any wide receiver that can catch a ball. He has no weapons. The fact that he's the only weapon on the Patriots is that's why they lost. Because they all knew who was the top scorer on the roster. They all knew who was going to have the ball the majority of the time. And it's going to be Cam Newton. He's your wide receiver. He's your running back. And he's your quarterback. And quite frankly, he's the best wide receiver. And quite frankly, he's the best running back on your roster. But yet, that's not good enough. He, He can't. Stay with the Patriots another year. Give them a, a, a chance to actually develop the playbook. Learn the plays. Take, you know, better precaution next time with COVID. Because he was out. He was out against the Broncos. If he were to stay with the Broncos, I, I Patriots would have won that game. And the Patriots should have won that game against the Seahawks in the third game. Maybe second game, actually. Sorry. Let me correct myself. This is the second game. Primetime game. In Seattle. Against Russell Wilson. And he looked good. And then COVID happened. Cam got sick. He had to sit out. He came back in. He was a little off. Yes, and I'm not completely biased about Cam Newton. He can't absolutely throw better. He's not the best accurate throw at all. Absolutely not. No, he's not. But damn it, he's not that bad. He's not as bad as everybody's out there to, you know, to say or to claim to be. I still want him as my quarterback. I'm so I'm going to follow him wherever he goes. When the Panthers got rid of him, I, he was the reason I watch football. He's the reason why I tune in every Sunday. He's the, he's the jersey I put on every Sunday when it's football season. Hell or high water. Yes, I do tweet out some negative things about Cam or even the team just because it's frustration. You get into the moment, you know, you, you think you know what you're talking about. And it, all of us get lost in games. And speaking of Twitter, you can follow me on Twitter at Dion Freeman, D E I O N F R E M A N, whatever you're uh you're choosing but no i i don't think he should resign necessarily with the patriots uh just because of the fact that he has no weapons there there's nothing good they can offer to cam nothing not not a single player he had guys who would drop balls he had uh, he had he didn't have any main name wide receivers he had a bunch of backups a bunch of Practice squad, receivers and weapons, second stringers, rookies, and randoms. Now, people are saying he's a decent backup quarterback. I think he's too big of a star to be a backup quarterback. I really do. I think he has a lot to offer to the table as leadership and just an all-out standout guy and work ethic and everything else. Um... But no, I don't think he needs to be a backup quarterback. That's unfortunate. People think that's all he's capable of doing. Absolutely not. And you know, some people have said, hey, maybe he could do like a Ty- Ty- Tyson Hill role like on the Saints. Maybe he could be like the next Nick Foles. I don't want that. I think Cam can start, but he just had a bad showing with a horrible team. That's why Tom Brady left. Tom Brady, I guarantee Tom Brady stays the record would have been as good, or better, for that matter. And that's what's funny to me is everybody says, oh, uh, Tom Brady had got offense last year. No, he didn't. Tom Brady had the same defense. No, he didn't. The defense got substantially worse because nine guys decided to option out and not compete because of COVID this season. The offense, majority of the Patriots' weapons, left to other teams or to tag along Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That just irks me because it is not the same offense Tom Brady had. Yes, Tom Brady's on another level. He is a GOAT level. I'm not trying to compare the two of him and Cam, but Cam is 2-0 against Tom Brady. Let me just state that right now. He is 2-0 against them. But besides that, there are two polar opposites. You cannot make Cam Newton a pocket passer player quarterback. You can't. You need to use his legs. You need to make him mobile and give him more open options and more uh, flexibility to craft what he wants to do. At times, Josh McDaniel, he did his, you know, he did good somewhat. There's just certain times where he hit it right on the nose, exactly what you need to do with Cam. And a lot of times it's the bad choice, a bad call. And that's just the fact that they didn't have enough time to develop, uh, and for Cam to digest the playbook thoroughly and etiquettely. Now, as for Cam Newton and the Patriots, they there have been words going around that uh, the Patriots are gonna do you know they're gonna go on their own way, and Cam Newton is gonna go off on his own as well. Cam Newton has said he does not want to be a backup quarterback. Now, that irks the question, where does Cam go? A lot of people, including some of my friends who like to jokingly tease me, a lot of uh, family members as well, a lot of people I see on social media, um, and, you know, everyone says retirement. I don't think Cam Newton's going to retire. Neither do I think he should. He's capable of doing a lot more things. He's got a lot left in the tank, I believe. He's only in his mid-30s. That's a lot of times when quarterbacks reach their primes is in their early to mid-30s. Now, where does Cam go? As for me, there are a couple teams where Cam can go. One, the Washington football team. Now, Haskins is out, and he rightfully so. You can't, it, it, he, was just, he was just a mess. He needs to go somewhere that doesn't really take that type of uh, freedomness to do whatever you want because he didn't care for the team. He didn't, and he's immature. Now you can reunite with Ron Rivera. You get Cam Newton in as your starter for the Washington Redskins. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Washington football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins. But yes, now the uh, Washington football team, you get him to reunite with Ron Rivera. Cam Newton is way better Haskins, you have a mobile quarterback once again—a veteran mobile quarterback, a former NFL MVP, voted by his peers. You put him with him. That makes a lot of sense to me because right now, who do you, you have? Who, who do you have? Who's your quarterback? You're not starting Alex Smith. I love Alex Smith to death. I love his story of rising up and uh, you know. Coming back to the NFL, being able to play again, and he's out there. He's being physical. I love it. It's a great inspirational story, but he is not your for sure starting quarterback with Washington. He's a solid backup. He's a solid guy to keep because he's a veteran, and he sh- he's the definition of moving on and powering on and staying strong. That's a great, it's a great ambassador, but he's not the starting quarterback for Washington. Now, you bring in Cam Newton, who's familiar with Ron Rivera, who has a great connection with Ron Rivera, a fresh start. I really like that. I like Cam being with the Washington football team. And you have uh, Cam's f- uh, former uh, backup, Kyle, uh, I believe it's Kyle Allen, if I'm mistaken, I can't remember. But he used to play for the Panthers, too. Ron Rivera took him. And he showed some good things, but not. he's not your starter. I'm sorry, but Allen is not going to be your, 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 your starter. There's no way. He was... Uh, if anything. So there's one option. is the Washington football team. Another option for Cam Newton. Hear me out. I really think Cam Newton would do good with the Indianapolis Colts. Let's be real. Could you imagine... Having Jonathan Taylor in your backfield, but also having Cam Newton. You have two duo runners in your backfield at all times. Now, I'm not saying Cam can easily, you know, make a a 20-yard a, a pass or even deeper. And I know he can. A lot of people say his shoulder shot, and he can't even make a 15-yard pass because he didn't make a pass uh, back then uh, at the last... Um, I can't remember what game it was, but when he threw a 15-yarder, it literally hit the 12-yard mark and bobbed up when his uh, wide receiver was 15 yards away. But that, that's another discussion we can approach. But no, you have the best offensive line. It gives you time to breathe. It gives you time to throw. Make a decision. Run it or throw it. Shuttle pass. Anything. Something. Because the Patriots' O-line is awful. The Colts' O-line? Outstanding. And then you have a solid defense. Because that's what also hurt Cam this season too, is because the, the defense didn't help him whatsoever. Are you kidding me? The de- they played against the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins ran 254 rushing yards against the Patriots and Bill Belichick. Unheard of. That is a his poor, awful defense. Now, you put Cam with Indianapolis. I like it. I like it a lot. I really feel like if he was with uh, the the Colts, Colts record, maybe the same. Maybe, yeah. Maybe even better. I'm sorry, but Phillip Rivers. Phillip Rivers is not your franchise quarterback. He signed a one-year deal like Cam, got way more than Cam Newton did. And I saw more production Cam Newton that is, Rivers, yes, Philip is an all-time great passer, sure, whatever, but you don't know what kind of quarterback you're going to get from Phillip Rivers. Who's going to show up? Is he going to show up in the first, second, third, or fourth quarter? Is he going to show up at any quarter? Is he going to show up in midway, halfway, the last three minutes, the first 14 minutes, the f- next 14 seconds? When, where, how, why? Where's Phillip? Who's Phillip? What, 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 what are we going to get from him today? And that's too risky. And Philip for coming in to kind of get the team going, that's great. That's a great, you know, for Colts to try to get in there and, you know, do their thing. But Philip is not your franchise quarterback either. And I would really love to see Cam Newton come to Indianapolis. Maybe I'm being biased because I am from Indianapolis. Um, but, yeah, I would love to see it. I think it's a good fit. It's a great, great coach. Fantastic coach. But there are rumors out there that Colts are looking at Matthew Stafford or even a Carson Wentz. Now, this brings me back to the original rumors and where everybody thought Cam Newton was going to go. and Everybody did think that Cam Newton was going to go to the Chicago Bears. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, Mitchell Trubisky is not a <laughs> franchise quarterback, and I'm sure everybody in Chicago would open arms except Cam as a quarterback, as their starting quarterback and the backup but their starting quarterback. And that's where a lot of people that I saw from social media, I have a friend out there named Jacob, who's a diehard loyal Bears fan, and he was all for Super Cam coming to Chicago. The Bears, the Bears. I liked it. I was okay with it. I would have been a Bears fan. I don't mind it. It's It's a great historic franchise. Soldier Field, Cam's used to playing in rain, snow, heat. Hell. All of all of Cam has played in his career is outdoor stadiums. Panther Stadium's outdoor. Gillette Stadium at the Patriots is outdoor. Soldier Field. Outdoors. Cam's used to it. The weather would not phase Cam. And you have a great defense. I like it. I support it. I like, uh, I'm not sure his first name, but I think uh, the, the last name on the Bears uh, running back, uh, Montgomery. Ooh, I like him. And that'd be, a, that'd be a substantial fit too. Now, there are new rumors out there that potentially the 49ers could be looking at Cam Newton. I don't know how I feel about that. It makes sense to me a little bit because Cam Newton's a $1 million quarterback at the moment. Nuts. I never thought Camden would be so cheap. Not saying that as a player or personal level, just price level cheap. You could potentially, during the draft, have Bill Belichick in the front office in Massachusetts make a phone call. Hey, we want back our backup quarterback, our former backup quarterback, Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. In that process, we'll trade you a couple, a first round, a first round pick, a second round pick, and we'll give you Cam Newton. Now, I don't know if that's asinine. I don't know if that's a great idea. I don't know if that sounds smart to you guys, and I don't know if that would be the smart move. But they love Jimmy G. And I really think Bill Belichick really wanted Jimmy G to stick around. And he was groomed to be the next guy. He was groomed to take over what Tom Brady had built for Gillette and the Patriots franchise. So you bring him back. Belichick's got his QB again, his original QB he wanted to work with and put the franchise on his shoulders. And then the 49ers have... Someone who's very similar to Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick and Cam Newton have the same type of play style, a mobile quarterback, B- uh, throwing, throwing is can work on. Colin Kaepernick did have an arm. I'm not gonna lie, but Cam, I just feel like Cam's he's built. Man, is he built? He's 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 six foot four, two hundred. And 40 pounds, 200 I, I don't know, I don't know his size, but he's a big man. And a lot of people say that from commentators to players, to fans, he's a big quarterback. And I would like the 49ers to have a quarterback with some meat on him, and who could literally run through that division. Now that makes it interesting, because and it sounds a little smart because you could send Cam, not in a division rival, you could send him away to an NFC, and then you get your Jimmy Garoppolo back. So, so far we have discussed Washington, the Bears, the Colts, and the 49ers. Now, there are other teams out there who I could discuss. Like, for example, Matthew Stafford. I just said Matthew Stafford could be, uh, he could very well end up with Bill Belichick and the Patriots, or he could end up with the Indianapolis Colts, or somewhere else. I'm not sure. So, that opens up to Detroit, the Detroit Lions, or the Do the Detroit Lions pick up Kim Newton? I don't know. I don't think so. Um, I think they may go a different route, to be honest. Another rumor is Drew Brees. This may be Drew Brees last year. We've heard it multiple times. But Drew Brees is coming along to where time is catching up. It is. Now that opens up the door. Taysom Hill's not going to be your franchise quarterback with the Saints. He's too good of a dual threat. Jameis Winston? I don't know. I take Cam Newton over Jameis Winston. I would easily pick Cam Newton over Jameis Winston nine times out of ten. Ten times out of ten. Let me rephrase that. Ten times out of ten. Because I don't. I. I. I am not a believer in. I'm not a believer in it. I'm not a believer in um, uh, James Winston. Sorry for the background noise. That is my dog Pongo. He's a four-month-old Dalmatian, and he is ripping through his bone just like we're about to rip through these predictions and these um, scenarios. I-, I would love to see Cam Newton with the Saints. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Cameron Jarrell Newton is now? The starting quarterback for the New Orleans Saints, Nolens. A division rival team right across is the Panthers. Talk about an interesting scenario. I like it. And you have Jameis Winston as a backup. Come on, Jameis Winston and Cam Newton. I don't know. Sounds good to me. I don't know. But who else is out there? That can that needs a starting quarterback. Now, a lot of people think, you know, a lot of these teams are going to draft a rookie quarterback rebuild. I don't think so. Trevor Lawrence is going to go to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now that does open up The New York Jets, as well as the New York Giants. But I think the New York Giants are going to stick with their current QB situation. I don't know why, but I think they are. As for Sam Darnold, mm, I don't know. Does he go to Philly? Doubt it, because now Jalen Hurts looks promising. and I think Jalen Hurts is going to be your starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz could go to Indy. Could go to Detroit. Don't know where he's going to go. So there's a lot uh, of options and scenarios out there of who's going to go where. Now, if Cam was to be a backup, yes, absolutely, 110%. I am going to buy his jersey, and I'm going to rock it. Yes, I'm going to rock a backup quarterback's jersey. So what? Give me a break. I know a lot of you out there have Nick Foles jerseys. Anywho... (laughs) He'd be a great backup for Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. What if Kyler gets hurt just like what we just saw this past weekend? The Rams taking out the Cardinals when I do believe the Rams should not be in it. And I believe the Cardinals should be in it. I believe Kyler Murray should do some showcasing the playoff. But he got hurt. Who do you throw in? Not that QB. So if he ever was to get hurt, no worries. We got Cam Newton to throw To Larry Legend himself, Larry Fitzgerald, and DeAndre Hopkins. Or he could run the damn ball. We're good. I like that. I like the fact that my starter is Kyler Murray. My backup is Cam Newton. I'm all in. Or, there's another option. And that option could be Cam being a backup for numerous teams. The Vikings... Eh. The Saints, I feel like he could be a starter Saints. The Falcons, ooh, what a season the Falcons have I at least, what, 8, 9, 10, 11 choke games that they had at least a 3-point to a 23-point-plus lead against opponents just for the opponent to come back and win. They've never been the same since that Super Bowl against the Patriots. Everybody knows the famous memes. 28-3 lead, and here comes the GOAT, Tom Brady. And more memes came after more memes and following more. And I'm sorry, but I am not a believer. And Matt Ryan, I've never liked Matt Ryan. I've never liked the Falcons. Falcons and Saints are the least teams I stand just because all those years they took away from Cam Newton and my Panthers, back then my Panthers, But I'd be okay with Cam going to the Falcons as a quote-unquote backup and then taking Matt Ryan's spot because I'm sorry. What's Matt Ryan going to do for you? What else do you have to lose? And Cam would be back home in his original hometown of Atlanta, Georgia. Cam's from Georgia. Makes sense. Coming home. Now, I heard on a radio show. I'm not sure what it was. I'm I I I also heard it on a couple analysts from First Take and, you know, Sports Center and Undisputed with Skip and Shannon. I love that show to death. Um, I heard what happens if Baker gets hurt. Explain to me that. What happens if Baker Mayfield gets hurt? Well, if there's a playoff scenario, like they're about to have this weekend, I guess the Pittsburgh Steelers, Baker gets hit hard by TJ Watt. He's got to sit out for a quarter or two or even the rest of the game. Who in the hell is your backup? Go ahead, I'll wait. Precisely. Cam Newton would be great. Oh my God! Could you imagine? I'd be I'd love, I've always wanted to see Cam Newton work with Odell Beckham Jr. Now you're giving Cam Newton serious weapons: Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, Nick Chubb's. So many more weapons, and that's my thing. Is what I'm trying to get at here, and driving people's heads is give Cam weapons and see what he can do. And I'm and I I, I will say this now, on recording. Of this podcast, so we can always play it back. All I want to see is Cam have a legit shot with a legit weapons and a legit team to see what he can do. And if he can't do shit, okay, I'll take everyone's word for it. Cam is a backup quarterback and he's done with the league and he's not the same man. But the reason why I fight this, the reason why I don't want to hear it and I ignore it and I always am against this because I've never seen Cam have a legit weapon of wide receivers, of someone in the backfield besides him, and a defense. Now, yes, 2015, Cam Newton and the Panthers, Super Bowl era. That was phenomenal, and it will never be repeated, and I get that. But that was one year, people. One year. Cam has had Calvin Benjamin to throw to a veteran Smith- Jr. used to be called. Steve Smith Jr. now Smith Sr. Steve Smith 2-3 years too late for Cam. Calvin Benjamin. Big guy can't run. Demarius Bird. Can't catch. Teddy G- uh, Glenn Jr. Where are you at? Harris with the Patriots can't break off of defenders, but imagine if Cam ever had an Odell Beckham Jr., imagine if Cam ever had a Travis Kelsey, or um, a a, a a Tyreek Hill, Jarvis Landry, DK Metcalf, those guys, that's why I'm saying I want to see Cam have the opportunity to have legit weapons to throw to and play with, and if he can't Manage to make something happen with all of that, and he can manage to make something out of nothing sometimes. But you put Cam Newton with a team with solid weaponry, okay, then let's see what he can do now. And if he can't do anything, then I'll, I'll, I'll agree he's done. He needs to be out of the league, and he is a backup quarterback. But Cam has never had the opportunity or chance to showcase his talents with a star-studded team like all these other teams have. That's what a lot of people said about, you know, Ryan Tannehill. Look at him now. He's balling out. And, you know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, the Titans, they have a defense. They have a runner. King Henry himself. Ryan Hill has, uh, Tannehill, Ryan Hill, Tannehill has enough weapons to throw to. More than Cam does or did. And I don't know what I'm going to do if Cam does leave the league. Cam's my boy. Cam's my QB. He will forever be my quarterback. And I'm so loyal to him that I'll go anywhere he goes. And I don't know what I'm going to do if he does leave the league. Because then it's like, all right, well... I got to pick a new team. I got to pick someone I like. And I don't... I mean, there's a lot of great athletes out there like Lamar Jackson. But I don't want to, you know... I I love Lamar Jackson. He's great. He does remind me a lot of a young Cam. But that's bandwagonry. Just like the Chiefs. I don't want to be a Chiefs fan. Mahomes is fantastic. But I don't want to be a Chiefs fan. Not the Steelers. Not the Titans. Seahawks. I love Russell Wilson. But I'm not... Wearing those neon green jerseys, and I just don't want to do that because that's a bandwagon, too. If I was to join a new team, I've always liked uh, the uh, the Browns, but and now they're a solid team. I don't want to jump on the quote unquote, you know, jump on the bandwagon. Riders are getting good. You were never here when they weren't good, but I love Baker Mayfield. He's one of my favorites. He's my third favorite quarterback, possibly second favorite quarterback. Maybe I'll be, maybe I'll be a Browns fan. Maybe I'll pick a team to jump on the bandwagon before they get good, and that could be the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I really, really thought Cam Newton would look good in a Jags jersey and would do great with the Jacksonville Jaguars this season. But Trevor Lawrence is uh, who they're looking at, and I believe they're going to get him. Oh my god! I don't want to see Cam Newton with the Jets. I can't be a Jets fan. Hell no. So, I don't know. I don't know what happens with Cam. I don't know where he goes. I don't know what's next for him. But all I know is I'm with him through thick and thin, and I'm with him throughout the entire way. So, let's do it. Let's get it. We got this. Now, going into NFL playoffs. Whew, we got some super wild card games, don't we, ahead? My goodness. Woo, what games? Let's dive into it real quick. So we have the Indianapolis Colts going up against the Buffalo Bills. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. As much, you know, I like I I kind of dove into it a little bit earlier. Uh, a lot, of, you know, my family members and I live here in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I am sorry, but the Colts are just, I don't know. The defense is, without a question, amazing. I, I feel like they can... Make something happen, but it's Phillip Rivers for me. He I don't know who I don't know who you're gonna get and I don't know what we're gonna get from him. And by that I mean what kind of quarterback is gonna show up in the playoff, what kind of quarterback is gonna show up in this game? The first half, second, third, or fourth, all quarters, no quarters, the evening quarters, the odd quarters, the last couple minutes, the first beginning of the game. I don't know who's gonna show up, and you have to have someone who can compete with Josh Allen. Now, that being said, the defense can shut down and possibly contain Josh Allen from throwing because that's a solid defense. DeForest Buckner, he looked really good against the Jags, but it's against the Jags. You know, um, Darius Leonard looked good too, but it's against the Jags, and they struggled against the Jags. And you mean to tell me that I have to believe that the Colts, who struggled against a 1-14 and team, and that one game they won was against the Colts to begin with. I'm supposed to believe that they struggled against the Jags. They can knock off the 13 and three Bills in Buffalo. By the way, the game's in Buffalo. Bills host Colts. Snow Bowl possibly. I don't see it. I think I think the Bills come up strong. I think Josh Allen comes out strong. And I'm going to give it 24 to 17. The Bills. Another game we got is the Tennessee Titans and the Ravens. That's going to be a fun one. The Titans, I believe, can contain Lamar Jackson. I think Ryan Tannehill will be the quarterback to throw the most yardage in this game. We'll see good production from both teams. This will be a good, fun, competitive game. Uh, Not much to really say here. I think King Henry is going to, you know... Uh, have the most rushing yards as well. That being said, I am going to have to go with, um, I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans and I'm going to go with 28 Ravens, Titans, 30. High score game. Also, now we have the rematch between the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, it was a great showing last game. But you had Mason Rudolph as your quarterback. Big Ben is coming in this game. And I'm really not sure. Uh, first, I had the Steelers. I think the Steelers can take it still. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of people I've seen on social media have been picking the Browns. It is the Browns' first time in the playoffs since 2002. The 18-year drought, the longest drought Is conquered and no more. But it's one thing to arrive to the playoffs, it's another thing to get past the first round and compete in the playoffs. And I'm not sure they're there yet. Although Big Ben and the Steelers have looked a little the past four games, I'm gonna have to give it to the Steelers and I'm gonna that's that's a that's a close one. That's a, cl- that's a close one as any i but I'm going to go 28-24 Steelers on that game. Next up, we have the Washington football team against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Now, let me just say something real quick. My God, was that an awful game we watched between the Eagles and the Washington football team. My God. Now, don't get me wrong. I get, Giants fans, I get your emotions, I get why you're upset because of the way Doug Peterson, head coach of the Eagles, became a complete sleazeball of a man, of a human being, and of a coach who literally throw the game as live television. Now, if you don't recall or anything... In this game, Jalen Hurts was on fire. Teams were competing. It was a, you know, you play to win. In this league, you play to win regardless of the situations. People are here to win, and that's not what Doug Peterson was about. He took Jalen Hurts out, and it showed Jalen Hurts shaking his head. This ain't right. What's going on? And then he puts in this no-at-all quarterback who he's had for four years, drafted in the sixth round. Garbage. And they purposely tanked, because not only because they're petty, but Doug Peterson is pathetic. That was a disgrace to the league. That was a disgrace, and a slap in the face to any competitor, athlete, player, rookie, and Hall of Famer that has stepped foot on that NFL football field. You play to win, and I just showed you you do not give a crap or a rat's ass about your current roster, you're looking towards the future. Well, guess what? These guys are looking towards the future. They're looking to compete now because you know why? Because one of those draft picks you uh, make is going to replace one of your current starters. So they don't give a damn about draft picks at the moment. One draft pick is not going to change your franchise in a matter of a year. The reason why they threw the game, the reason why they lose is because if they won that game, legitimately, the Giants would be in the playoffs and they would get the ninth round, uh, excuse me, the ninth pick in the first round draft. So what they do, they threw the damn game because if they lost, they bump to the sixth pick in the first round. Whoop the freaking do. I'm sorry, I was really heated and disgusted by the Eagles' actions. I hope Doug Peterson gets the hell out. Because I saw teammates frustrated with them. And I hope the head office and the head GM wasn't in cahoots with it. Because if they were, that whole franchise is a damn joke. An absolute pathetic decision. Leadership and play. How do you go in the locker room... And look at your men in the eyes and have that discussion. I want to know that. That's interesting to me. Anywho, back to playoffs. But yes, Washington ended up getting the win. And it is upsetting because the Giants were really relying on the Eagles to win it out. But Doug Peterson decided, nah, I'm going to purposely lose. So he fixed the game to allow Washington to win. And back to Giants fans. Yes, that was horrific. Horrific. And sickening, and I feel so bad for a lot of you out there. But now you know to not allow another team to hang your playoff chances in the bounce into their own hands. You'll do better next year. I'm rooting it for you guys and the Washington football team and the Cowboys to smoke Philly next year because. Uh, I'm disgusted with Doug Peterson in that situation. Anywho, back on track. Washington didn't manage to get in. They're going to play against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, and they actually get the host. Well, guess what? I, I I don't need to say it much. I'm picking the Buccaneers 34 to 10. That's right, 34 to 10. I'm picking the Buccaneers to blow out Washington. Washington doesn't belong there. Their conference is a complete joke, and the Buccaneers are too good, too good of a team. It's a blowout, 34-10. Another game is the Seahawks against the Rams. That's interesting because um, the Rams wanted Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, apparently, that's, what, that's what's been said. That's when you know, they're like, we wanted this. We want this team. Okay, well, you're going to get this team. A tough decision. Uh, Russell Wilson, he... When Russell's hot, man, he's hot. When he's cooking, he's cooking. Can he cook against the LA Rams? I think so. I think you have this game uh, be... Um, what I want to do with this game. Give me 2023 Seahawks. That sounds good. If anything, if anything, gimme give, give me 2028 Seahawks. I think the Seahawks um the they'll pull it out. They'll pull they'll pull through. They will. Which leads me to uh who's next, and that would be the New Orleans Saints. And, oh man, I can't believe I'm I'm blanking right now at the moment as to uh, who the Saints play. Give me one moment, folks. Sorry about that. My apologies. Saints and Bears. Sorry, Bears fans. Saints and Bears. Now, this is interesting because I originally had the Saints in my bracket to move on from the Bears. However... Things change. Things happen in this world we live in today, hence COVID. And I believe Alvin Kamar may not be cleared in time for this game. And if that's a factor, that is a factor, people. That's a major factor. But if Alvin Kamar can play and can compete, the Saints. If not, It's it's a different ball game. And I don't know who I would have to go with. It's not as easy now because it's Alvin Kamar. He did well for me on fantasy. He just scored six touchdowns last Christmas game, balling out. If Alvin Kamar can compete, the Saints win it semi-decently. Not saying they win it easily. Chicago will put up a fight because it's Chicago. It's the Bears. The Bears but, however, if Alvin Kamara cannot compete, well then, it's a fight. And Drew Brees has been looking semi-sort of rough. Um, I want to believe in Drew Brees and have his swan song just because I'm ready for him to leave the league. I'm still going to give it to the Saints. I'm not sure if I believe fully in Nick Foles. To lead the Bears to move on. Not even the promised land, really. So I'm going to have to go with the Saints. And actually, um, I believe I will have the Saints win 28-24 to against the Bears. Oh, here we go. So here's my original uh, games. I have uh, teams winning. I have... Tampa Bay thirty-four, Washington thirteen. It's close. I said I said thirty-four to ten, but uh, I I I think I'll keep it thirty-four to ten. To be honest. Uh, next, I have Indianapolis Colts seventeen versus the Buffalo Bills twenty-three. I still like that. I think Josh Allen will do really well. Next, okay, here we go. Next up, I have the Cleveland Browns twenty-six. Pittsburgh Steelers 28 2 points I can see it um I can see it being 23 to 21 and then uh Baker Mayfield gets it down the field can't he, can't he just can't make that play that big play for a touchdown to really seal the deal so they have to kick it the kick is good it is now 26 to 21 The big band, Juju, making plays. Even Eric Ebron making plays, and they get the job done. Makes it 26-27, to and then they go for the extra kick, and it's good, and it's 26-28, and it's out of Cleveland's hands at that point because there won't be enough time on the clock. That's what I'm going to go with. Next up, we have the – I have – the Los Angeles Rams, 20, versus the Seattle Seahawks, 30. It's interesting. It's different than what I said just recently, but uh, I'll stick with that. And I am going to stick with that. I like that better. Uh, give me the Los Angeles Rams, 20, the Seattle Seahawks, and Russell Wilson, 30 points. I think Russell's going to cook. I, I, if you're telling me right now on this list, the, the top three quarterbacks to pick from to lead me to the Super Bowl, um, number one's Patrick Mahomes. Number two, Russell Wilson, and then number three, uh, Tom Brady. Bonus would be Aaron Rodgers. i that. Those are my those are my top guys. Next up, the Tennessee Titans, twenty-seven. Baltimore Ravens, twenty-one. I mean, it's close, similar. I'll keep it. And then, and then I like I said, I had New Orleans, twenty-eight. Versus Chicago Bears, 24, and I'm going to keep that. Those are my predictions, folks, for the Super Wild Card Weekend that begins this weekend. I'm super excited for it. I cannot wait for it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be interesting. This is the first time I've ever been actually genuinely excited for NFL games because... It's it's literally anyone's ball game. If you really think about it, anyone could win. The the, the you could have the Cleveland like literally that's and I get it. It's oh, no 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 no. If you really stop and really analyze things and really look, it's literally anyone's team. Titans can go to Super Bowl. Browns can go to Super Bowl. Colts, Bills, Seahawks, not Washington. <laughs> not the Rams. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, those two eh, no nah, nah. um, Saints, Buccaneers, It's a a solid team, solid quarterback, solid weapons, solid defense. Everyone looks good. Everyone looks sharp. Hopefully everyone's healthy and can avoid COVID and other unfortunate events. So hopefully everybody's healthy and ready to play ball because we are ready to sit down and watch people play ball. And it's an interesting off-season, too. I think it's crazy the fact that we're not going to get a Pro Bowl. Isn't that crazy? It's so weird, but it's so awesome that uh, they announced all the people who got recognized for the uh, attributes and their contribute to the teams and everything else. Uh, but other than that, it is weird that we're not going to get a Pro Bowl, which is understandable. I get it. It's, it's, it's just you to prevent... Other situations and everybody's health and everything, I'm okay with it. It's one year. It's one year, guys. But man, was it a year. Thank God we had football this year. If if the NFL was shut down or canceled, oh, goodness me. And it was actually, not going to lie, it was actually kind of fun this year, folks. I, I, I enjoyed it only because... Yeah, it was weird watching with no crowds, but they had filler noise and it kind of felt, you know, yeah. And I get it's more fun to watch a crowd go crazy and go crazy with them. And, you know, I'm sure the players get more pumped up when the crowd's wild and crazy as well and it's live. Yes, I get that. But how sick was it when we got games on a Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday? Like we we, we There's one time I'm pretty sure there was one week and I think it was maybe back in like, Week seven, week six, seven, eight, nine, around that area where we had a game on Monday. We had oh, we had two Monday night games. We had two Monday night games, a Tuesday night game, and a Wednesday night game, and a Thursday night game. No game on Friday, no game on Saturday, and then all the games on Sunday. That was awesome. That was so cool. I liked it. I wanted it to happen again. That was awesome. I had a game every almost damn near almost every day of the week. Will it happen again? I don't know. They are bringing in more crowds. They are, you know, the the protocol. Things are starting to lighten up, hopefully. In this weird, weird world we're living in today, hopefully things get better and continue to progress and carry on because I would very much like to attend a football game uh, very soon. Was, uh, the last game I attended was uh, the... 2019 2020 season, where Cam Newton was hurt, and the Panthers came here to Indy to play, and the Panthers had a horrible um, record, and the Colts just smacked them, man. They smacked them around, smacking them around like Conor McGregor. Who the fuck is that guy? Yeah, it was pretty bad. And it was my first ever legit NFL game. Uh, first game I've actually kind of, I guess, I would say attended with my uh, was with my best friend of 15 years, Jason Chase. Um, I got his tickets to go see the uh, Cleveland Browns take on the Colts. See? now that, That's proof that if Cam leaves and Cam's on the team, it's okay for me to be a Browns fan. I even have Browns merch, not going to lie. I have two Brown shirts. I have a Baker Mayfield shirt, and I have a Cleveland Browns uh Uh, practice warm-up Dreyfus shirt as well. So, take it or leave it. If Cam Newton cannot compete this year and can't find a team, then it's okay for me to be a Cleveland Browns fan. And I would get a Baker Mayfield jersey because I do like Baker Mayfield. But anywho, back to what I was saying. Yes, uh, Justin uh, did attend that game with me as a preseason game. It was fun. It was super cool. It was fun. We had good seats. Um, But yeah, I do miss the atmosphere of being in a live event, being in a live game, but with that being said, things are starting to look better. It was a good year of sports. It was a good football season. I think it was. I think it. I think it absolutely was fantastic. It was fun. It was cool. It is interesting now that we have a um a super wild card weekend because uh, back then it was only. You only had two games on a Saturday and then you had two games on a Sunday. Now we got three games on a Saturday and a three games on Sunday. I think if I recall, I saw it <clears throat> excuse me. I think uh, I recall Saturday's games uh first one's at one o five PM, second four twenty-five, and the final game is at eight twenty, and then Sunday was one oh five, four twenty and eight twenty p.m. It's fun. It's fun. I like it. Oh, but I hope that actually stays because that was actually kind <clears> of <throat> kind of cool. Going back to my statements about Cam Newton, I really do believe if he would have stayed with the Panthers, they'd be in the playoffs. I said it. I think the Panthers would be either a 10 and 6 team, 11 and 5 team, or maybe, this may be a little crazy, but maybe even a 12 and 4 team. But they weren't. They decided Teddy Bridgewater was the answer and can compete and is a better option than Cam. I don't think so. And it's unfortunate uh, because, like I said, Cam Newton went out there, he balled out. He played with the Patriots, and it's very hard to go in Gillette Stadium and take over the house that Tom Brady built and to follow in his footsteps when they're polar opposites. I appreciate Bill Belichick, and I appreciate Josh McDaniels and the Patriots organizations and all you Patriots fans to allowing and accepting Cam as your quarterback for the year and let him play and compete. I just simply wish he had weapons to throw to, and he had a better showing because I was really hoping this would be Cam's revenge tour. I was really hoping that Cam would show everyone I can still play, damn it. And I still think he can. I really do. I I honestly do think he can do it. Now, you're going to look at his 2020 numbers, and they're going to, you know, you're going to be like, well, on paper, yes, I get it. His 2020 numbers are aren't the best this season. But before he got injured in 2019, he was surpassing his MVP season in 2015. His passer rating is 65.7%, better than his MVP season. So that's cool. That's a good percentage thing, you know. Yes, he had t- he, you know, 10 interceptions. He had 10 interceptions this season and five touchdowns, but that last game and the game before that he bumped it up, and he got four passing touchdowns, and a, he fi- he finally got a receiving touchdown. He caught the ball and ran in for a touchdown and cam's always been wanting to do that he's always wanted to do that and uh with Carolina, but they could never you know execute it properly but he i'm just glad he finally got his uh his wide receiver skills of catching the ball now cam's okay, a triple dual threat not a, uh double but a triple. And that's what I'm getting to is I just, I just, I get, I said I want him to have a second shot, give him a second chance, but I wasn't expecting it to look like this and be like this and end up like this. I was really hoping it'd be Cam Newton's balling out. Cam Newton, you know, he's back. And then whenever Bill Belichick and them were like, hey, we're going to go a different direction. Cam's okay with it. Then there'd be plenty of teams. They're like, perfect, let's pick up Cam Newton. But now I'm not so sure because before the Patriots picked up Cam Newton, nobody wanted Cam Newton. Nobody picked up Cam Newton. Nobody gave Cam Newton a time of day. They all passed him up. But then again, now it's like, now look at your uh, your teams. Now, now look at your quarterback situations. There's literally, before, everyone, before the season began, everybody had it in stone and in their mind that these are our guys now. There's at least 7-11 teams out there that are want to know what's next for the franchise and who's going to carry on their team and who's going to be the next quarterback. As for Cam Newton, I don't know if he retires. I don't know if he re-signs with the Patriots. Keep him around until you find another QB to draft. Or they, he does go his own way and becomes a backup. Or he somehow pulls off on being a starter. But regardless... I love Cameron Jarell Newton, he's my guy, he's my ride or die, I'll go wherever he goes, and I stand with that, and uh, I wish him the best of luck, and I really, really hope I get to watch him play football and continue on to play football. Now, thank you all for joining me on my first episode of Discussions with Dion. In this episode, we talked about sports, and I'm going to have a couple friends come on and talk about sports with me, whether it's basketball, football, baseball, even WWE wrestling. You never know. <laughs> I, I do consider it a sport. It's fun entertainment. Yeah, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Disney theme parks, movies, stuff like that, and in, in movies in general, horror movies, uh, you know, uh, funny movies, dramatic movies, independent films. Also discuss life, memories, stories, a lot of a little bit of everything, and I'm going to have family members, I'm going to have best friends, I'm going to have friends, and even some randoms. Come on, just have a have a coffee, and have a chat with me. And, it's, and this is actually pretty fun. I enjoyed myself this evening. I hope you all enjoyed as well. And I simply want to say thank you again for listening to this newest podcast. And I wish you all a very good evening. And see you next time on Discussions with Dion.